Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right. Well, today Apple released its next generation mobile software, iOS 16, which will probably take Cappy like two years to download. But anyway, among the most anticipated changes is one that Apple says users have been requesting the most, the ability to edit and unsend recently sent iMessages. Recipients will receive an alert that the original message was edited or deleted, and it only works if both parties are running iOS 16. This new iOS 16 will also allow users to mark messages as unread in case you want to revisit them later. So that's what you need to know. Uh, WhatsApp's been doing that forever, like the uh, deleted thing. Um, it'll tell you that a message was deleted, but that's it. Like, that's all you can get. So I feel like what's the point if it's going to tell you that it was deleted? Uh, I get it. But I mean, I think just like uh, for some um, transparency, I guess, some level of it. By the way, sadly, I hate to admit it, but you're right on this one, Lindsay. It will take me forever to get the new iOS uh, update. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I tried to do it today on one of my desktop computers. I tried to update the computer. Big disaster. No go. No good. Well, iOS is for your phone, Cap. No, I get it, but I was trying to update my, my computer as well. Mm, okay. Yeah, it, it will take me forever to update my iOS on my phone. I, I never really do the updates. Mm. I never do them. I have a suggestion. Okay. Just set it to do it automatically. Yeah. That's at night. Exactly. Yeah. But you know that it would require me knowing how to. It'll ask you. Yeah. It should <laughs> ask you unless you've changed the settings, which you, you know have. I haven't because I don't know how. <laughs> then it should update automatically, yeah. right? Can I can I tell you guys a quick story about what happened to me this week? Do you want to upgrade yes. to the new iOS, Cappy? Sure. Okay. Do I need to? I mean, that, that whole texting you, thing you, doesn't sound that important to me. You do need to, though, because eventually your apps, which are all going to get updated to run yeah. on the new mm-hmm. software, are going to stop work. working. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So here, here's what you do. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Go to your phone right now. I'm on. Settings. Yep. Go, get settings. Yep. S- scroll down on settings to general. Okay. There. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then software update. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on. Now it's checking for an update. Now... What is the first update that it says under automatic updates? What does it say? iOS what? 15.7. Right. Okay. Now, if you scroll down, there should be an also available. Mm-hmm. iOS 16. Yeah. So there you mm-hmm. go. And yeah. You, do, you hit that. And then yeah. How long does it take? Uh, I mean, it might take a while, so you probably should do it after the show. Yeah, I was going to say, guess. don't do it now. Yeah. Wait till we're done. Well, let me tell you guys uh, what happened to me this weekend with regards to my tech issues. Mm. So um, yesterday, as the games are about to kick off, 10 o'clock in the morning, right? At about 9.50 a.m., I go on to my television. This is my cable TV. And I say to my remote control, NFL Red Zone Channel. And it takes me to the NFL Red Zone Channel. Uh And it reminds me, hey, this is a subscription channel. And to get the NFL Red Zone for the entire year, it's going to cost, I want to say, like forty nine ninety five, something like that, like fifty bucks for the year, you know? Oh, oh, on on your phone, right? The mobile. No, 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 on TV. So this is on. You're on gonna my, stream. You're gonna stream the Sunday ticket. No, I'm just going, the red zone. I, all I'm doing is I went to the red zone channel on my yeah. TV. Yeah. On Cox Cable. Right. Okay, and I'm buying the red zone channel. Okay, fifty dollars for the season. You follow me? Okay, got it. For okay. your cable, right? From Correct. your cable, from Cox. Got right. it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna. So so I have two televisions in my house that have cable TV. Yeah. And I am going to watch football on these TVs, and I right. need to have the Red Zone channel because right. I never know when I'm going to be home. But for 50 bucks, I figure, you know what? I'm just going to go get, for You'll it. get your money's worth. Yeah. I agree. So now I go to the NFL's app, mm-hmm. and the NFL has this new thing going on. I think it's called NFL Plus. NFL Plus. Yeah. NFL right. Plus Premium. Okay, so there, there were two options on yeah. the NFL Plus. I have NFL Plus because I used the um, – because since I've been doing games the last couple of years, I bought it last year – so that way I could watch all the preseason games on my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be called NFL Game Pass, I think, or something like that. And it just turned into NFL Plus, which is a lot simpler to remember. 
Um, so yes, I have that. So what is your problem with okay, that? So so remember, the details are important here. So I, yeah. I, I went to subscribe to the NFL Red Zone channel on Cox Cable. I was able to push yes and buy this subscription, yes, yeah. and it and NFL Red Zone comes on my TV and everything yeah. is going swimmingly, right? Right. You saw Scott Hansen, yes. Correct. Now I go to my phone and I go to the NFL's app and it says, Hey, look, um, do you want this package or this package? And I'm thinking, well, I want the package where I can see games because I may be out and about and I want to see games on my phone. Right. So um, I think that the package was like $30, let's just say. And there was an upgraded version where if you wanted like the end zone footage and the coaches film, you know, it was was a bit more money. But I was like, I don't need all that stuff. So I'm just here to buy this first package. Yeah. So now I, I go ahead and I buy the package on my phone. I've already bought the red zone package on my TV. And... I go to use, um, the, the phone tells me on the NFL app, there's only two games that I could watch yesterday in the early window. There was San Francisco and Chicago, and there was Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Those were the only two games that were available to me on my phone on the NFL app. But I bought this package, and I was able to listen to any radio broadcast, and I'm like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to watch every game. Mm-hmm. So then there's the NFL Red Zone on the NFL's app. And next to the NFL Red Zone, there's a little key which tells me, this was what I thought. Well, it's locked. You have to pay for it. So it says, already a member, log in, or use your cable. Yeah. Now, I've just told you, you that I've got the thing on Cox, yeah. So, so therefore, don't you think that I should be able to use... Log the, in with your Cox uh, credentials, yes. That would be a natural thing to assume, correct? Correct. Okay, so I go to say, well, I'm going to use my cable. My, I'm going to use my television provider is the way mm-hmm. they put it. Right. And I click on my provider, yeah. Spectrum. And I and I and I'm like it's and I put in my credentials. Here's my username. Here's my password. It's not yeah. working. I mm-hmm. change my password. I get an email. Okay, fine. I'm doing everything right. Yeah. Okay. But I can't get the red zone to work on my phone. Right. And, but I just paid for it on my TV. Yeah. What did I do wrong? Well, you said two different things there. First, you said that your t- your cable provider was Cox, and then you said it was Spectrum. It was Spectrum. Yeah. So which, which one, one is, is it? it? It's Cox. So then you need to log in using that. Correct. So if I tell you guys that yesterday, all day, it's on my mind, why can't I figure this out? Why am I so dumb? What am I doing wrong? And I figure I could call a friend, I could text somebody, I could ask somebody for help. In my mind, I'm thinking, who could I call at the NFL? Like, like, is there a, is there a contact <laughs> us? To, wait, you it, wanted to call, like, the New York office? Yeah, I don't know who to call. I don't know, I don't know who to call. I, I wanted to call, like, Al I, Michaels, and I, then you no, remembered, no, oh, no, he works no, for Amazon no, now. No, 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 I emailed Rich Eisen. I emailed oh, Rich. No, I said, hey, no I said, hey, Rich, what the hell, man? Can you help me out? Can you put me in touch with somebody? I, and then finally, finally, as, the, as we're having this conversation right now, and as I hear myself explain this to you guys, I bought it on Cox. I tried to use it on Spectrum, which was my previous cable provider, and, and therein lies the why I wasn't yeah. able to get my red right. zone oh, right. on my phone. Kathy. Gosh, do I feel Kathy. stupid. You could have put this in like our group chat, and I think we could have troubled you. We could have helped you, you yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Or were you just afraid we were going to mock you? No, it wasn't that. It was just that I don't think it occurred to me at the time that I was using the wrong cable provider on my right. phone. Yeah. Because you got a new one when you moved, right? Right. And guys, Mm -hmm. you don't even understand. Like, you talk about, like, just being angry all day and Mm. having something just, like, stuck in your craw and you just can't figure it out. And it's bothering me to high hell. Like, why can't I figure this out? And now, here it is today. I was pushing Spectrum when I should have been pushing Cox. Try it right now and make sure it works. I'm surprised about this. I can't find it now because when I go to the NFL app right now, there's no (laughs) red zone. It's not available, right? Right, there's no red zone right now. So I have to wait until Sunday of next (laughs) this upcoming week to figure out if that was the problem. You know, what happens is the red zone like has like a countdown for like a few minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Like you should do it as like 945 or something. Mm -hmm. That way you're good. That's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. God, By the way, a bunch dumb. of tweets rolling in in the Sedano and Cap community about my uh, conversation with my kid, basically. Mm-hmm. Anybody uh, believing you? The vice president of the handsome man community, uh, quote, we rule by fear, LMAO, so true Sedano. Uh, Robert Wilkins, this Sedano story is cracking me up. I have the exact same conversations about food and sleep with my kids. Uh, see, brown and black people, we do not mess around, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, Johnny uh, tweets in and says, Cappy, you'll see what happens. That's what you said. And then uh, he has a uh, response says, what happens for Mexican kids? And it's a lady, uh, you know, pounding her hand with la chancla. So, yeah, bro. 
just different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. Just different, bro. Okay. We'll see what happens when your daughter's 16. She's got you wrapped around your finger. Beto didn't believe it either. And then I told him the story about the food stuff in my house, how we don't let those kids get up until they're done. Like, you know, like until they've eaten a requisite amount of food. He's like, for real? You're like that? I'm like, yeah, bro. I ain't messing with no. You know how expense? Dog, I went to pavilions yesterday. Do you know mm-hmm. how much a bag of cherries cost me? Cherries. 10 bucks? $17. You're kidding me. I swear to God, I saw, I don't, I don't buy, I don't, I go to the grocery store, but I never buy cherries. So my wife's like, hey, buy some cherries. The kids want cherries. I'm like, okay. So I see the sign on the, uh, where the cherries are in the little bags and it says $8.99. Now what I did not realize, $8.99 a pound. Per pound. Yeah. Per pound. I was you like, got the big old bag. So I just grabbed the bag. I just grabbed one of the bags. There's like 10 bags on there. So I grabbed the bag. And when the guy's ringing it up, I'm like, I looked at the thing and I'm like, I was about to say, are you sure it's $17? Because it said $8.99. And then I saw the thing on the, on the you know, the, the thing he was ringing it up on the cash register where it said per pound. I'm like, $8.99 a pound. I'm like, oh, bro. See, I'm that's like, very funny. So that's why those kids, those cherries are going to be eaten. Right. I'm just telling oh, you right dude, now. Everybody's eating every last cherry. You mother bleepers better be ready to eat some cherries. That's right. I had a similar situation yesterday. My daughter said to me, she goes, Dad, I really want to get a bagel. This is yesterday morning. We were going grocery shopping, she and I. It's kind of our Sunday thing. You know, I got to get her all loaded up for the school week, you know? And so we go to this bagel shop where she wanted to get a bagel. So I walk in, and I'm kind of looking at the the menu. I'd never been there before. And um, I look up, and there's a bagel, lox, cream cheese, tomato, onion, capers. Okay? And that sounds like a a really nice Hebraic sandwich on a Sunday morning. Maybe not perfect for my diet. And I looked at the price. How much should a bagel with lox, tomato, onions, and capers be? One bagel. Okay. Uh, I would bagel, lox, capers, tomato, onions. So it's like a sandwich. Yeah. Um, cream cheese or no? Yeah, one cream cheese. Cream cheese, okay. lox, okay. tomato, onions, capers. Uh, I'm going to say $7.95. $7.95. Lindsay? I have no idea. Okay. Laura? I'm with her, man. I have no clue. Okay, you guys don't eat bagels, huh? No, I mean I no do. Bread. But go ahead. Keto. Yeah. She's on keto. She don't oh, eat bread. Oh, that's right. Forgot. She really must, there must be a keto there's bagel. Keto, there's no, keto bagels. No, they're yeah, disgusting. They're like, all the breads and yeah, everything. Plus, nasty. I don't really right. look in, like I don't really budget like that. I just buy what I need because I need it anyway. You're not gonna believe this. You ready? Go ahead. The bagel. If you get the sandwich, fifteen dollars. What? It, wait. If you want it open faced, seventeen dollars. No way, bro. I said to the guy, I go, hey man, I go, let me ask you something. I said, is that, is that a $15 bagel with lox and cream cheese? He goes, yeah. I go, you're kidding me. He goes, no. I said, and, and the egg and the turkey and the cheese, that's $7, half the price? He goes, yeah, that's right. I go, you got to be kidding me. A $15 bagel sandwich? Nah, that's crazy, dog. In a little bagel shop? Yeah, that's crazy. My Hebrew, please. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't eating that. I mean, that's just on principle. That's just on principle alone. No, I'm I pay no fifteen you. bucks I, for no bagel. I'm, I'm the same way. On principle, I wouldn't have done it either. So. Anyway, uh, all right. Coming up next, your ex-wife won yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Yeah, and you're just gonna have to face the facts that uh, your ex-wife. She, yeah. She's got a trainer now. She's hot now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Isn't that the worst? That's all right. She's still crazy though. Maybe, maybe not. You know? We're going to find out. We'll get to that in a second. But first, all this week on Sedano and Cap, we're giving away passes for a behind-the-scenes immersive tour of SoFi Stadium. Get an exclusive look at the areas of the stadium, including the team locker rooms, the premium suites, the post-game interview rooms, where Sean McVay says, no, not really. Uh, well, I don't know if he actually did that there, but you get the point. You can run through the players' tunnel and more. Listen throughout the show all week for your chance to win. All right. We're going to get into the Chargers Raiders and Alan Sliwa's big moment and how now he's part of this uh, group. And he, look, if you, he went with Bergman. That's why they lost, basically. But we can get into actually why they lost next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh, the weekend. Hold on. Let me go and see what... Uh, is the weekend a thing today? Read the email, or, George. I'm just checking. Hold on. It, it's not. I just decided to play it. Burn. I know, but just Lindsay, Lindsay definitely would get all up in my game. I don't remember it being on the email. That's why. Mm. I asked the question. What a great song. Are you a star boy? You talking to me, pal? No, I'm talking to Lindsay and Laura. <laughs> Are you girls star boys? No, I'm a girl, not a boy of any kind. Same. I'm a star girl. Uh, today, chocolate milkshake day. Oh, I love a chocolate milkshake. Me too. Those are my oh, favorite. I would love a chocolate That's milkshake. Nasty. You know, my kids went to Chick-fil-A. They could have had a chocolate milkshake and could have brought one for me. You, you know, it's funny. I was telling you about the $15 bagel. It's yesterday. Yeah. No joke. My daughter's like, she said to me, she goes, I, I will have a Chick-fil-A. Let's go to Chick-fil-A, Dad. So uh, we're driving. We pull into Chick-fil-A. No line. No line. Because it's closed on Sunday's yeah. cap. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so stupid. Correct. You were so happy, huh, when you saw no line? You were like, bro, yeah. no way. Like, this is unbelievable. There's no <laughs> line right now at the Chick-fil-A. This is amazeballs. You yeah. didn't notice that there was, like, no one in the establishment, mm, though? No, I did not. Cap, yeah. it's 2022. I think balls can be retired. You think yeah. so? Yes. That's it? It's over? Yes. Who, used to, who, who was the balls originator? I feel like somebody did that. I don't know who that was, but maybe a Kardashian. It sounds like something they would say. Really? So it's retired? balls is no longer a legit term? Yeah, we are putting it to bed today. Really? I think it was put to bed a long time ago, but since you yeah. just used it, we're just yeah. kind of, you know. September 12th, 2022, we have officially retired it. We will hang it in the rafters on the <laughs> 710 ESPN. Uh, on the capisms. Yeah. balls has been retired today. Slay Queen. That one clearly not retired. That no, one's going to one's used. still that one's still very contemporary. Yeah, mm. very contemporary for a while. Uh, all right. think so. It is overreaction Monday, Cappy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like you are... We'll get to your overcompensation uh, about the Chargers beating the Raiders. But what is your biggest overreaction? We've been giving overreactions at 15 past the hour today because that's what we're going to do every Monday on football season. Everybody overreacts. Like you're just you're watching the games. You're excited, whether it was Saturday or Sunday, and you're like fired up to talk about a particular team or whatever. And uh, maybe you're just overreacting. But what the hell? That's part of football because it's a weekly sport. So I said earlier today that my first overreaction is that Dak Prescott is done. Yeah. And when I well, say done, I don't mean like done for the season. I mean he's just done. Yeah. He he gets hurt too often. He misses way too much time. A lot of hype around Dak Prescott. Hasn't been a lot of postseason victories. Cowboys haven't really gone anywhere. I think Dak Prescott's done. But here's my next overreaction, and it's still related to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. By the time Dak Prescott returns to the lineup, Mike McCarthy will be fired as head coach of the Cowboys. Okay. Take that. So you think he's just going to go interim until Sean Payton takes the job next year? Well, there's no doubt that Sean Payton is the guy. At least that's been the rumors that that's who Dallas wants. Mm -hmm. And I know that Sean Payton is very restless not coaching. There's only so much golf in Idaho one man can play. Okay. And by the way, the Cowboys are lucky that Sean Payton's even available. Right. Because um, there were some inside rumors about how the Dolphins wanted Sean Payton. And that your boyfriend Tom Brady and him were going to go and play there for a year. Correct. Yeah. And he was getting like part ownership afterwards or something like that. And then the Dolphins ended up getting a tampering uh, thing labeled on them and they lost the first round pick. So my overreaction is Dak Prescott done in his career like toast and Mike McCarthy fired before Dak Prescott even comes back so far okay. this year. And by and the way, I got other overreactions too. Go ahead. Give me another one. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will not make the playoffs this year. Whoa. Now that's a big one. You've been holding that one for two hours and 20 minutes? Yeah. I mean, this Aaron Rodgers situation, he got all the money. He lost his best receiver. 
he's sitting there yesterday looking around going, uh, hello, like this is what you guys have given me. Like it's such a typical Aaron Rodgers thing to do to kind of I mean, his blaming. receivers were pretty terrible yesterday. I, I concur. They were. But he doesn't really sugarcoat stuff. And, I mean, his post-game press conference yesterday. I mean, but listen, you know, toughen up if you're those guys. I mean, we, you know, we didn't sugarcoat it with you, and look at you. Now you're a star. You're ready to roll. (laughs) Well, I'll just say this. You ready? I thought Aaron Rodgers would be the kind of player that would take no-name wide receivers and make them really good. I mean, he has kind of done that historically, too. That that may be the case this season, but after yesterday, and given that today's an overreaction Monday, no playoffs for the Packers. Okay, there you go. No playoffs for you. Okay. I mean, they did lose 38-3 to in week one last year. I understand that. Yeah. All right, but this is overreaction Monday, George. Okay, I, I get it. I All right, give it. me an overreaction. Okay. Well, I already told you that I think the Chargers are winning the AFC West. Okay. Taking on the Chiefs next week. Okay. Thursday. Uh, right, Thursday, but in week two, uh, mm-hmm. basically. So, uh, I'm going to give you another overreaction. Okay, you ready? I'm listening. Are you sure? I think I'm. I'm sitting down. Should I be standing up? The Minnesota Vikings, and mm-hmm. I'll stay in the same division. The Minnesota Vikings are going to be one of the home field advantage teams in the NFC this year. Okay, I'm gonna. I want to. I want to one up you. You ready? Okay. When and again, remember this is overreaction Monday. Mm-hmm. When Kevin O'Connell's coaching career is over, yeah, he will go down historically. As a better NFL head coach than Sean McVay. Okay. I mean, there's probably a while to go before we figure that out, but okay. I mean, it's overreaction Monday. The guys coached one football game. That's right. an overreaction. I mean, that, that, that is the classic overreaction. I mean, that's right out of control overreaction is what that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, did you cry when your boy Man Campbell lost the game at the end there? I did feel bad for Dan Campbell. You know, I, I told you I want to become a Detroit Lions fan this year, yeah. mm-hmm. and the Lions, to their credit, actually competed in this game when they got down yeah. and and you thought it was long over right the lions scored 14 points in the fourth quarter to make it a competitive game and if you didn't know if you didn't watch any of it i mean philadelphia 38 detroit 35 that's that's an entertaining high scoring football game yeah here's a another overreaction for you you ready yep the defending afc champion cincinnati bengals will not make the playoffs this year let's go a step further okay joe burrow will be just like Dan Marino in that Marino got to a Super Bowl in his second year and never sniffed one again. Yeah. Burrow, never get back. Wow. I mean, it's overreaction Monday. I mean, I just, yeah, I'm, no, going, I'm going way out today. I mean, I'm going crazy. You should take it even one step further than that. Do it. Yeah. And say that the Browns are going to win their division. No, come on. Get out yeah. of here. No, no. Yeah, let's overreact and really go crazy. I'm with that. I'm with that all day long. You're not Like that I crazy. said, I don't have big high expectations, but if Brissett can stay afloat, you never know. You know, if they can go 500 before yeah. Watson gets back, you never know. And he, he, how about T.J. Watt being out now yep, for the Pittsburgh Steelers yep. with a torn yeah. pack? I mean, that's, that's yeah. one of those players yeah. that, I mean, that's the star and the leader of your defense, and he could be gone, I mean, could be gone for the year. Yeah. I got one more overreaction for you. You ready? All before right. we get to your... Uh, to your uh, your ex-wife the san francisco 49ers okay despite all the stuff you're hearing about trey lance okay the san francisco 49ers are still going to make the playoffs in the nfc oh see i was going to go in the opposite direction trey lance bust i mean if listen if you draft a kid who went to north dakota state who did not play his last year okay and has only thrown 318 passes in his career, you're going to have to have some patience with him. Who has patience in the NFL? Okay, well, I'm just telling you, the Niners better because you tra- you tra- <laughs> traded all these picks to get this kid who only played, uh, you know, through 318 balls in uh, Division One AA or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, in FCS, so you're going to have to have some patience. But I still think they'll make the playoffs because I think their roster is that good. I think uh, it was last week we discussed that uh, Peter King, the longtime NFL writer, said that Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starting quarterback about six weeks into the weeks, season. Week six, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go week three. Okay, look at that. You're, Overreaction. You're, you're three-upping. Yeah. Or actually, you're, 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 you're cutting in half. Cutting him in half, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like I'm, the, you're open-facing Peter uh, King's uh, prediction. Right. $17.50 open-face bagel locks. Yeah. $17.50 for an open-face sandwich rather All than right, a closed-face. How many wins do the Chargers need to get for you to just admit that they're good? It doesn't matter how many wins they get. Okay, so it would have to be like a playoff thing for you? 
Like you're just gonna keep moving the goalpost on them until like they keep like if like okay, let's say they win like eleven games or twelve games and win Mm -hmm. the division. Let's just Mm -hmm. for argument's sake say that. Okay. Because they beat the Raiders this week, and Mm -hmm. you you called that a good loss for the Raiders earlier. That's right. That's right. Good loss. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I guess, but. They um let, let's say they went. What I said was I was more impressed with the Raiders yes, in losing than I was in the Chargers win, and winning. Which is ridiculous. I mean, just on this this on the surface, that statement is absurd. But yeah, but there's a lot of people in the community, in the circle of trust, that are like, Yeah, we get what you're saying. Yeah, they get it because they're also Raider fans, right? That's right. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Raider Nation. Represent. Yeah. That's you you're part of Raider Nation now? That's right. Raiders. Okay. Raiders. <laughs> so, okay. So anyway, you um you have that, right? So they, let's say they win 12 games, they win the division. Let's just for okay. argument's sake say that. Mm-hmm. Let's say they win their first playoff game, mm-hmm. right? They get to like, an a, they got to buy, win the first playoff game. They get to the AFC title game. Like, is that good enough? Or do they have, at that point, do you say, oh, no, you got to win the Super, you got to get to the Super Bowl? No, that's awesome. Or like, what, what, is a, what is a successful season? Like that you will say they're good. Winning the Super Bowl? Okay, that's it. That's the only scenario? Well, you see, George, I want, the Chargers to do really, really well and then break your heart at the end because that's what that organization has always done. So you want them to do like, um, you know, like a Stan Humphreys and get to, was it Stan Humphreys who got the Super Bowl in 1995? That's right. Yeah, Stan Humphreys and then, you know, they face a Niners team that was a juggernaut and then they get blown out by 20 points. That's what you want. That would be awesome because you see then every Charger fan and every Charger troll that is all over me on Twitter They'd be like, I, we told you, Kaplan, they're awesome, they're great. And then but getting like, to the Super Bowl is really damn impressive. It is awesome. But then they'll break your heart when they don't win it. Okay. All right, so the only scenario here is that they have to win the Super Bowl. I mean, listen, that's what everybody plays for. Okay. I mean, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. the Buffalo thanks Bills. The cliche, thanks, their cliche face. I get right, it. The, yeah. the, the Buffalo Bills are everybody's odds-on favorite. Okay. But everybody looks around, they go, well, you got the Bills – you got the Chiefs, and really, I think nationally, people believe that the Chargers are in that class. I mean, they have the talent, sure. The That's roster. what they have. They they have the roster, and as long as I've been around the Charger organization, they've always people have always said they've got the best roster on paper in the NFL. And guess what? They had Philip Rivers. They had Ladainian Tomlinson. They had I mean, Antonio they could have, Gates. They, I mean, if Ladainian Tomlinson would have, you know. Wouldn't have gotten hurt, right? Like, and or did played or whatever. Like, you know, Philip Rivers played on one leg in that AFC title game, right? Like but but karma got him. You know what happened in that game? What happened? They pitched a ball to their running back, who was not Ladainian Tomlinson because he was sitting on the sideline, and a Patriots linebacker snuck through the line and stopped him before he got into the end zone to preserve the win for the New England Patriots that day. You know who that linebacker was? Teddy Bruschi. Nope. Mike. Oh, Junior Seau. Correct. So Junior Seau got his revenge on that organization. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's it. If you're the Chargers, uh, Cappy says you got to win the Super Bowl. If not, that's the only way he's going to admit that you're good. God, I, oh, if they man. win the Super Bowl, man, that would be like my worst nightmare. Oh my God, it, I I want to. I'm rooting for it now, just for that. I said that to you at the beginning of the show. You are intentionally rooting for the Chargers now, well, now just I to am, be a thorn in my side, but now rather than fl- being my partner, going, "Hey, I'm with you, man. Screw those guys." No, it's better content if they win the Super Bowl and you. <laughs> oh, if they stick it to me, if they yeah. stick it to me, oh my, oh God, my God, so it would be great. We may just do like uh, you know, show me your lightning bolts for three hours that day. Rancho Penasquitas, hello. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks, Christopher. Hey, real quick, we're giving away passes right now to a behind-the-scenes immersive tour of SoFi Stadium. Get an exclusive look at areas of the stadium, including team locker rooms, premium suites, post-game interview rooms, run through the players' tunnel, and more. Call right now. Caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN. That's 877-710-3776. And you win a four-pack of passes to an all-access tour of SoFi Stadium. Listen all week to our show, Sedano and Cap, for more chances to win. Caller 7, 877-710-ESPN wins right now. Caller 7, 877-710-3776. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Sedano. Super excited. So, Steph Curry wasn't hesitant about being open to a potential Warriors reunion with Kevin Durant, believe it or not. I saw that in Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. So in his interview with Rolling Stone, the Golden State star said that he would have been okay with blowing up the reigning champion Warriors roster in the offseason to play with KD again. He said, quote, if you said, oh, KD's coming back and we're going to play with him, I had so much fun playing with him in those years, I'd be like, hell yeah. You have to think, what does it actually mean? What does it look like? And if anybody's saying that you wouldn't entertain that conversation, no disrespect to anybody on our team, but you don't know how things work. Is what Steph Curry said a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, It's a big deal because it's Steph Curry, it's KD, it's KD having won with the Warriors and left and all the drama we know. But Steph is absolutely right. If you know anything about that league, you know that everyone's trying to get better. And when you can get a transcendent talent, you do what you can do to get that transcendent talent. And the Warriors have stockpiled not only picks, but they've stockpiled a lot of good young talent that teams would want in a scenario for a generational talent. And by the way, their owner actually openly talked about the potential of looking into uh, acquiring potential players that could be available. So none of that should be a surprise. And Steph's right. I'm going to go no deal on this for this reason, because it's it's really irrelevant now, isn't it? I mean, Katie's going back to Brooklyn. For now. And he's not and he's not going to Golden State. For now. And you think that uh that you think that the that Katie starts in Brooklyn this year and it possibly gets moved? You think of, I think there's Katie's an eventuality of it? I, I think they're gonna give it one year. And I think they're gonna reassess after this season and see what what the market could be for everyone again if they don't win a championship. Gosh, I would hate to see KD back in Golden State. I know because you're like very anti KD. Well, I just, well, first of all, if he goes to Golden State, for as long as he's there, if, if you have Steph and KD together, I mean, Lakers, forget it. You know, I just, I, I feel like you can't, looking at any NBA roster, you can't ever, like, say anything definitively. Because who would have thought a year ago, you know, that things would have changed as much as they have this year? You know, or the year before that, like that right. Russell Westbrook would end up on, you know, the Lakers and that the Lakers would only have two guys left from the championship team. Nobody would have thought that. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes. Life moves fast. That's for sure. Especially in the NBA. Thanks, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. So flying taxis could very soon become a reality as major plane makers, airlines and startups are starting to pump millions of dollars into the development of their own versions of electrically powered vertical takeoff and landing aircrafts. They're known as... E-E-V-TOLS. I guess that's the acronym for it. E-V-T-O-L-S. So airlines plan to use the craft for transfers between transport hubs and surrounding urban areas. Most flights will likely last somewhere between 15 minutes and a half hour. American Airlines recently ordered 250 of these electric flying taxis to ferry passengers around cities at speeds of up to 200 miles per hour. Is the fact that major airlines are already ordering flying taxis to be made Right now, in September 2022, a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say no deal, at least for right now. Now, when these taxis are made and we, and I say we, I don't mean us, I mean the masses are utilizing them, then, of course, it'll be a whole big deal. But between now and then, I'm not so sure. Like, for example, flying taxi? I, I would. Would you? Sure. I mean, yeah, they're like, basically kind of like helicopters, but faster. Yeah, I was just going to say, we basically get in like uh, flying buses on airplanes. So. 
Yeah, and like if you wanted to fly, just as an example, from L.A. to Palm Springs, why would you ever do that? It's a two-hour drive, if that. But if I told you you could be there in 15 minutes and it was reasonably priced, you'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. Which is why some there are like little private small planes that do those kinds of flights. Yeah. But, um, yeah, today I'm saying no deal. When they're in service and we're using them, then I would say big deal. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say big deal um, if they actually get approved. And uh, because I think that that to me is the bigger step when it's all like approved and they've done the testing and everything is good to go and they're ready to go to market. Not when people are using it, but when they're ready to go to market to me, uh, that's like that to me is the step where we're ready to make it a huge deal. I think it's but, a big deal if they're spending millions of dollars to have them made right now, right? Chances are right. That that means that they're going to they're going to put them to market. They want to you know, be everyone's got to be the first one, you know? They're all racing to be the first ones to do it. Yeah. All right. Last Sky one. Sky Uber basically. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Then you got like roads and and stop signs and traffic lights. Like I just feel like that's just a whole other crazy infrastructure issue. Where do these things take off from? Do they take off from like airports or like um, just small like airports? airports all over? Like the is, place. is yeah. it like LAX versus Hawthorne? I think that they only yeah, need like a very airports. limited uh, runway, not like a regular size runway. Yeah. How many people can get in one of these little air I, taxis? I think twenty people. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know I'll fly sometimes to Mammoth. And people are like, "Wait, you fly to Mammoth?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah go I mean, on look, like it's, JSX or something." It's um, yeah, it's uh, the airline I use is called Advanced Air, mm-hmm. and it's like a 30 seat plane. Yeah, and it flies out of like Carlsbad or Hawthorne. It used to fly out of um, Burbank, mm-hmm. but um, a 30 seat plane, and usually, I mean, I've only been in these planes when there's like 10 or 12 people in there. Yeah, and so it, it is kind of like an air taxi already. Mm-hmm. So I Googled it, and United Airlines also put in an order for 200 electric air taxis. Electric and they, air taxis. They basically look like a mixture of like a small bush plane and a helicopter, and it looks like they can take off from like helipads. There you go. So, yeah, hmm. they're like a more efficient version of a, a helicopter and quicker. Pretty crazy. That is crazy. All right, last one really quick That's here. That's cray. Yeah, you'll like this one, Cap. An emerging productivity trend has caught the eye of 9-to-5 workers worldwide, and it's been backed by experts. The, quote, 5-to-9 before 9-to-5 has taken social media by storm with users sharing their viral videos and vlogs of their morning chores, workouts, healthy habits, and routines achieved before their workday begins. Health experts have backed the idea, saying that having a personally health-focused and maintenance routine before work can be highly beneficial. Is the idea of a 5 to 9 before the 9 to 5 routine becoming common a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to guys from Sided, and they're around the country. One guy is in San Francisco. One guy is in North Carolina. And so we, you know, because he's on East Coast time, it's 10 a.m. there. And because I want to get this done before I take my daughter to school, I just, I have a 7 a.m. meeting literally every single morning. What is Rachel? Where's Rachel rank in that, uh, that 5 to 9 window? Well, she's at her place. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, where is she on the call list? Oh, I don't, I don't start messing with her until a little bit later on. Hmm. <laughs> Unless yeah. they're in the Calendly. <laughs> yeah, I got to get on the Calendly, George. Yeah, that's exactly right. I usually, you know, she and I have a standard call every day at about twelve forty-five. Oh, okay. You know? What do you think about five to nine versus nine to five? Yeah. I mean, it's tight. I feel. I like- mean, I, I, I get up. I'm definitely not up. Before six or six thirty, um, but I would say more times than not, I'm up between six thirty and seven because the kids don't have to be anywhere till eight thirty. So you know, we just take our time around here. You know, I'll- and if I have to do anything, it's like usually like my TV, the TV shows that I'm a part of. If I'm a participating, like for example, today I was on Around the Horn. We have a call at seven thirty, a conference call, a production call. Uh, when I do NBA today, the call is at seven a.m. So yeah, on those days, I'm make sure I'm up a little early so that way, I'm not half asleep on the call. But for the most part, yeah, that's that's a little too early for me, bro. Yeah, there are times when I'm on these seven a.m. calls and people will say to me, "Dude, have you had a cup of coffee yet?" I'm like, "Uh, no," and they're like, "Yeah, we can tell." Yeah, like you're half asleep. We get it. Yeah. I feel like that since you guys kind of start your work, like the way that our show is, at least I know that you guys both have other jobs and commitments. But I feel like, at least for me, and even for you guys that there's plenty of time to have a productive 
four hours before you know we start doing our show stuff, right? Well, before this show, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. So I guess if that's like the over idea, overall idea to spend like four hours in the morning before you start actually working, depend like regardless of what time you start work, then I feel like that's totally normal. Yeah, I think the world is uh, moving so fast and is so over caffeinated. And we're all, I believe, doing more than we ever have in our lives. Now, maybe it's not the same experience for everybody, but I just think you got to maximize every minute of every day. You know, RPM. That's right. And I just, I feel like, you know, like I, I have such a, I have such a regimented schedule. You know, so I try and get a lot done early in the morning. A lot. Good, good for you, Cappy. I try I mean, to sleep in the morning. Yeah, I don't. I, no, I don't. When I my don't kid's do not waking me up at two eighteen because you can't find her sleep mask. You know? Yeah, get her a backup sleep mask. Yeah, seriously. Here's two. Right. <laughs> so when you lose the first one, you got a backup one. All right, that is big deal or no deal each and every day at six thirty. Uh, congratulations to our stadium tour winner. And uh, coming up next, Cap. What's that, Laura? Jonathan Sosa from Downey. Hey, oh, congrats. Yo. Down with Downey, Jonathan Sosa. Uh, congratulations, you win the SoFi Stadium Tour giveaway. We'll give dude, that you're gonna away love it. You're gonna, that, it, it's great, dude. I'm telling you, Laura and I did it last year, and it is so fun to be in the Rams locker room, to walk through the tunnel, to be on the field, it, to to go through the luxury suites. I'm telling you, man, if you've not been yet to SoFi, it's awesome. So worth it. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Hey, coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. So. You and I have done overreaction Monday at mm-hmm. four fifteen, at five fifteen, at six fifteen in that general segment. Now, it's time for things to watch for. Okay, now things to watch for are not things that we believe will happen, but they may be trending in that direction. So we're gonna be watching things with a close eye. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You feeling me? I am feeling you in a big way. Okay. We'll do that coming up to wrap up the show next. I told you the other day I like this song. Is T-Lake on here somewhere? No? It's just because you wanted to play? All right, cool. Just because, you know, you guys kind of trolled some of the other shows with this, you know, making a bit. So We did. We did. And it's also National Day of Encouragement. So just dance, dance, dance. More birthdays, though, we didn't get to. Barry White, may he rest in peace. Two chains, Jennifer Hudson, Luda was yesterday. Louis C.K., Paul Walker, may he rest in peace. Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, and Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers. How about the Dodgers, by the way? Just on a side note, just another totally a, dominating performance this past weekend down in San Diego. On a sided note. Oh, that's very good, George. Yeah. Very well done. Mm. Um, listen. I know a bunch of people were like, I, w- I was at this sports bar yesterday, and every single TV has an NFL game on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Padres are playing the Dodgers, and I guess if you're the Dodgers, it's not really a big game, and it's not really a meaningful series. And on the other hand, if you were the Padres, it is a big game, and it was a meaningful series. And I don't think people really go to sports bars on Sunday afternoons to see a baseball game, no matter who's playing, and no matter how meaningful it may or may not be. So I just was following along on my phone, but... And Dodgers yesterday, that was such a bizarre situation, wasn't it? When they thought, hey, we clinched, right? Right, but then they didn't, right? Because right. of the weird tiebreaker rule. Right. So I guess when the Brewers lose and the Dodgers win, the Dodgers will have officially clinched because the Dodgers would have to go 0 21 
and the Brewers would have to go whatever, however many games they have left, 21-23. They'd have to go undefeated. Yeah, so I have the uh, the note here. Um, the Dodgers have not, in fact, clinched the postseason berth yet, although they can clinch tonight if they beat Arizona, and they can clinch the NL West as soon as tomorrow. Uh, apologies for the confusion, it says here on the ESPN email. If anyone needs explanation for the change, there's a scenario to which you were referring to where the Dodgers, Cardinals, and Brewers all finished 96 and 66 and tied for the NL Central and third wild card. In that case, the Brewers uh, would win the division because of their record against St. Louis, and the Cardinals would win the final wild card spot. That wasn't so the Dodgers would be out of the division in that scenario because yeah. the Cards have won the series uh, four games to two against the Dodgers. Yeah. I do not think any of those things will come into play. No, no, but they've got to <laughs> account for them mathematically, you know. So, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, weird spot. Everyone's like, hey, all right. right and they were like, interviewing oh. Dave Roberts after the game, like, hey, congratulations on, on wrapping this thing up. He's like, oh, this is awesome. It's great for our players. And then today you find out, you're like, oh, okay, jumped the gun on that one. But, you know, it's funny. I read that they didn't even, like, do any kind of celebration. Like No, no of course not. Why would they? Know? They've won the division 10 years or 10, 11 years or whatever it is. Right, yeah. I, you think that you'd at least do something. Like, hey, eh. yeah, we'll clinch. Eh. Old hat. Well, it's kind of like, hey, guys, winning the division's nice, but uh, winning the World Series is the goal, period. Mm-hmm. Anything less than winning the World Series will be considered a failure, not by us, by them. I just Correct. Think that the Chargers would be celebrating if they won the division. That's right. Well, well, if you haven't won naturally. anything in a while, I mean, yeah, that would be that makes sense. If the Padres won the division, they'd be going bonkers, right? Right. And and let's face it, I mean, if you're the Chargers winning the division, the AFC West, that's a really big accomplishment. And um, if the Padres, just using them as an example, won won the NL West, they'd be going nuts because they finally got over on the Dodgers, but that ain't happening. Right. So there you go. But, uh, all right, Cappy, it's time for things to watch for, okay? Things mm-hmm. to watch for. Now, they're not overreactions. They're not hot takes. There's things we're keeping a close eye on, I would say. What are some of the things you're keeping a close eye on already in one week in the NFL and two weeks into college football? Okay, here's the first thing I'm going to keep my eye on. Okay. Will there be any other ties oh my God, in the yeah. NFL this season? I thought season? we were going to get two in the same week, which had never happened. Right. The Colts and the Texans oh. tied yesterday yeah. at 20-20. to 20. Yeah. First thought on that. One, everybody expected Houston to get blown out. And right. two, Indianapolis was one of those teams that beyond Buffalo and Kansas City was a somewhat fashionable, uh, long shoddy kind of a pick in the AFC. Yeah, is is, is that who the Indianapolis Colts are that they tie well, in Week One? You you want an, uh, I'll sneak in an extra overreaction. You ready? Yeah, Matt Ryan washed. Can't necessarily say that I uh, don't love an overreaction quite like that on Week One. Yeah, he's washed. Fifteen um, years in the league, dude. With two years ago, for all the people I gave Philip Rivers grief, he was he led them to the playoffs and he looked pretty good that year. I thought, um, and then they tried the thing last year with Carson Wentz. They just keep trying to plug guys in. The Colts should have drafted a guy when they brought when they signed Philip Rivers and yeah. like tr- tried to groom them too at the same time. You can do yep. two things at once. Yep. Frank Reich is like every year they're giving him the head coach a brand new starting quarterback and he's always a veteran player. It's like guys, can I? Can I get like a consistent quarterback that's going to be here for the next four or five years? Right. So that's one thing I'm definitely looking out for. Will there be another tie in the NFL this season? I mean, that game between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati was incredible to watch. Great game. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. In overtime, it looked like this thing could be a tie. As a matter of fact, it's going to be tied too. It came down the last 90 seconds or whatever. In, in fact, yeah. Ian Eagle, who was doing the broadcast on CBS when uh, Pittsburgh's kicker had like a 55 yard field goal attempt and the ball hit off the crossbar. Yeah. Or excuse me, the upright. Yeah. He said, Ian Eagle had this line. He goes, What is going on here today? <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was insane. Like when it, that was our reaction. He had, I love Ian Eagle because he has the reactions that I have at home. Right. Like generally speaking, when he like has like those reactions, I'm also thinking the same thing. Like, what the hell, man? Mm hmm. So. Um, All right. So I gave my, you, will there be another tie in the NFL this year? Well, give me something that you're looking out for. OK, something I'm looking out for. I'm going to go into the college football world. OK, mm-hmm. in the college football world, I'm looking out at Alabama. And because, look, they've been the benchmark for so long. Right. At this stage. 
And here's what's starting to happen that I think is interesting. First, it started with Kirby Smart, right? The head coach of Georgia. He was one of his assistants. You know, now you have Steve Sarkeesian, right? Uh, who was one of his assistants. Want to say his assistants? Uh -huh. The Lane Train, right? Mm -hmm. One of his assistants. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're having success at the places that they're at. Mario Cristobal is another one of his assistants, was one of his top recruiters. I feel like little by little, what's happening to Alabama is that his old assistants, I mean, Kirby Smart's already won the championship, so that's a big, big deal, and he's done plenty of this. But I'm talking about the other guys too, including Sarkeesian and Lane, and we'll see about Cristobal. They're slowly but surely winning some of these recruiting battles, an occasional recruiting battle against Alabama, and that's hurting their depth. And that's how eventually these things crumble. Is the same thing happened with USC in the uh, in the mid two thousands. Previous to them, Miami, the same thing. You know, in the early two thousands, like people eventually just started picking away at their players, and they didn't have the same kind of depth that they used to have. And I think we're starting, we're, we're just starting to see that potentially with Alabama. So it's not something I'm ready to say, but it's something I'm watching out for, which is good news, by the way, for all of college football. If people, if Alabama starts to kind of come back to the pack a little bit. Speaking of college football, you know, one of the, thing, one of the things I'm looking out for is what is Nebraska doing? And I know that they, you know, losing to Georgia Southern is so embarrassing and firing Scott Frost, who was a national championship quarterback. Clay Helton, yeah. You know, uh, Clay Helton, give him his credit, but. Scott Frost fired. They pay him $15 million to go away. If yeah. they would have kept him until October 1st, they could have paid him $7.5 million to right. go away. Yeah. That just goes to show you how much those guys wanted to get rid of him. And the guy who had to fire him is another former Nebraska college football legend, Trev Alberts. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. He played linebacker back in the uh, 90s, yeah. And I think he actually worked on CNN as like their sports anchor yeah, guy. Yeah, their sports guy for a number of years, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but that. that also goes to show you the big business of college football, which is why when uh, people start crying about kids getting paid, I'm like, nah, I mean, they could buy out a coach for seven and a half million dollars and they they would have waited three weeks. They could have saved that. So I don't want to ever hear about athletic departments crying about poor. Yeah. Uh, just other things, George, that I'm looking out for. There's a report that's coming out here this evening that T.J. Watt of the of the Pittsburgh Steelers may only miss six weeks. Yesterday, everybody feared that he had maybe torn his pack and could be lost for the rest of the year. So I'm wondering if T.J. Watt will make it back on the field for Pittsburgh before Dak Prescott makes it back on the field for Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is possible, I, I think. All right, we only got a couple seconds here, Cappy. So uh, excellent work today on your overreactions. Excellent work on your things to watch out for. Uh, let's get Rachel on board with the football thing here, okay? Let's go. Let's work on that. She finds football to be really good for sleeping on a couch. And I find football to be the most entertaining of all the sports, and I just haven't been able to uh, to convince her of that yet. You got to okay. get her on a fantasy league cap. That's what we're there. Doing. It is. You know, it's funny you say that, Lindsay, because she's got a bunch of girlfriends that play in this twelve women fantasy football league every year, and she's not in on it. That you're, that's probably good advice. Yeah, she can get into draft, to do all that stuff. All right, Cappy, excellent work as always, and back to you. And I'll see you in studio tomorrow. Mañana for Lit Live Imaging Tuesday, as Christopher will be doing his thing. Excellent work, Lindsay. Excellent work, Laura. Uh, we will talk to you mañana. All in studio for Live Imaging Tuesday, beginning with Travis and Sliwa Mason, Ireland, and us. We'll talk to you then. See ya. Have a great night. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.